Hey everyone. I'm uh, just leaving the state house. Um, went to Capital Clarity this afternoon. Listen to Brandon Wolf. If you haven't been to Transparent Idaho, it's a great website. It was a great presentation by him. Uh, and then I was met by Patrick Pline, I think is his name, from CPAC. I uh, just found out that it was um, founded by William F. Buckley, which is a whole different other can of worms. But um, some of the stuff that he was talking about um, was really important relating to sovereignty and things of that nature. And um, he was talking about fentanyl. That's a big, it's a really big issue for people in Idaho. Uh, by the way, I should have uh, told, I should have given you pictures. There were probably 50 or 75 people in law enforcement in uniform that were there. Uh, my first question would be, are they being paid uh, tax money while they are testifying um, in, um, in, um, in uh, opposition to fentanyl. The first thing I wanted to say is that I'm by no means in favor of, um, of drugs at all. But I will also tell you that most of the questions that I have are not just yes or no questions. Uh, one of them is um, the legalization of marijuana, for example. Um, I by no means advocate for, you know, smoking weed, um, you know, being intoxicated, causing problems, um, endangering somebody else's life. Um, but it's weird how somehow the inconsistencies are ignored by the government, like the collusion between Big Pharma and the government um, and watching television. And the only thing that you watch today are um, are um, things pertaining to the fact that you just need this new drug to be able to save you. So if we were going to end up doing that, and I'm still not, I'm not saying I'm in favor of that either, but at least we would have to be consistent in understanding the fact that some of these psychotic medications that cause depression and suicide openly um, would be um, more dangerous than some of the things that the citizens are actually doing on their own, whether it's marijuana or something else, and also depending on usage as well. I do have friends in law enforcement, so I do have to understand that position. I do have a problem with them being there testifying to be, to in support of this, but it was clear in the meeting that the problem that we were having is the problem that we have everywhere. Everybody recognizes we have problems and everybody's answer is band-aids. Oh yeah, you know, let's just have another law created that, you know, that empowers the government and restricts the rights of the people. Let's just do that, okay? Let's forget about the fact that we've got a uh, marital breakdown, we've got a societal family breakdown, we've got the overall exponential increase of government control in the name of safety to reduce the freedom of the citizens. And I think that's the essence of where it is. The other thing to consider too, when they were talking about minimum um, mandatory sentences, I think he even mentioned federal um, uh, sentences is to consider this. Law, enforcement's, law enforcement has been led to believe through some sort of propaganda campaign or whatever it is they believe that men, we have a mental health crisis in this country. We don't have a mental health crisis in, the, in this country unless it was probably created by the government. And what I would and I could go into a separate video on what that's all about. The problem is, is they've been known for instituting the Hegelian dialectic where they provide an option and they provide another option. And then they have this come up with uh, this problem or create fear in people. Then they come up with this alleged solution, which is most likely a compromise between the first position they submitted and the second. 
But now what we have is we have law enforcement that believes that their sole duty is to be able to protect, um, to, to, to keep people safe rather than keep people free. And this is absolutely detrimental to our society. But in the room, when I had testified, I had basically said they wanted to be able to pass this bill. And I think it's HB 67. I'm not sure. Place is packed. But what it does is it's another Band-Aid. What it does is it wants to be able to... Um, it wants to be able to empower law enforcement. It wants to be able to empower um, the government to fall under the war on drugs, which is an incremental federalization of the program. But what it also doesn't do while they're taking federal money is it doesn't call the federal government saying, we know that we have a drug problem in this country that comes from our southern border. Yeah, we have recipients on this side of the of the border for sure. But if 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 that spigot, if the federal government would end up shutting down the borders, how much would we have in the way of drugs in this country anyway? I mean, the open borders has created to multiple forms of multiculturalism, uh, this sort of weird democratic majority where the will of the minority is completely squandered, which is the antithesis of, of a constitutional Republican form of government. But we see no effort to be able to control the federal government in their desire to be able to leave the borders open um, and allow drugs to be brought across the country, but to be able to help be held accountable for their basic, for the basic job that the feds are supposed to do while closing off our border. If our borders are vulnerable, why is it always the small guy that gets slapped around by the government and it's not the states that are holding the federal government accountable going, hey, we got a drug problem in this country and we can, and we can prove that it comes from the border. Not only that, in part of my testimony, I had said, you know, we automatically know that the federal government has been guilty of, of gun running. Who's to say they're not guilty of drug running as well? So is the federal government now inadvertently by doing what they're doing, empowering a police state by being continually derelict in their duty while continually federalizing law enforcement through their propaganda? So I know this isn't gonna be a very big topic for anybody that's on, on video, but they're, they're, just in case you're wondering, the state house is full of cops and they want nothing more than to be able to stop the war on drugs that they think that they're somehow going to be part of the solution on, which they're actually part of the problem. I actually met with several of my law enforcement friends down there, which was good to see them. Um, I, we didn't get to have much discourse on support or opposition. That might come later. But this, this statement, this comment that I'm making has no... It is not a position of disrespect for citizens at all. It's not a disrespect for law enforcement. It's basically begging the question is if we continue to kick this can down the road and people would rather focus on band-aids than focus on real solutions and exposing the root cause of the problem, this country's done. And so I thought I'd leave that with you guys this afternoon. Thanks a lot. Feel free to leave comments below. Talk to you later. Bye.